0: Hello and welcome and it's a different atmosphere today here at the Potters Podcast because it's not going to be negativity this week because Stoke City won 4-0 against Reading. Now I predicted that spot on, didn't I Andrew? It's 4-0 now. I thought you predicted it Reading 4 nil. I thought you were the doom and gloom monger last week and I think I got the score right, didn't I? No.
1: One
0: of, anyway. Well, neither was it right. I thought we'd lose two one. You thought we'd win one 0 I think it was. But yeah. what a what a day! What a game it was. I was there. It was brilliant. It was a brilliant well, day. I, I, I
1: have to say, I thought they were far more compact. Uh, they they looked far more positive. Um, I just thought it was a good all round performance um, from right the way through to everybody that came on for Stoke. And Gavin Ward, the referee, was almost, almost not as impartial against us as normal. But we'll come on to him when
0: we do the ratings, won't we? Well, we will. We'll obviously do that. But first we go into the match stats. Um, Stoke controlled the game. Well, sorry, Reading controlled the game with 61% possession. We had 39. We had 16 shots. They had 7 they had three on target, we had seven. Corners, we had six to their two. And fouls, we won again, Andrew, another win. We had 12 fouls to to their five. But yeah. what? But it's the performance that we're impressed with, wanted in this game, because whenever we didn't have the ball, I thought we looked better. I actually thought, listen, I thought they pressed
1: well. A uh, word for Dwight Gale, who I thought was really good with his pressing. Um, he, he, two of the goals, apart from the one he scored, um, came from his pressing. So uh, yeah, look,
0: we, we were just better all the way around. I thought. Well, we were. And we'll go straight to the first goal on the eleventh minute. Will Smallbone. I mean, you're not his biggest fan, Ange, but it was a good take, wasn't it? Well, you, that sounds
1: like you are because you're not a fan of his at all. Well, um, I, I, yeah. I thought I thought he took the goal very well. I thought it was an excellent, he sort of passed it into the net, but bit like he did one earlier in the season. So, yeah, and credit to Tyrese for passing the ball to him, and credit to Gail for winning the ball back.
0: Yeah, and then in the 57th minute, probably a contender for goal of the season from Tyrese Campbell.
1: Why would that be a contender for because goal of the season?
0: D- there's not much pick for a man, so we'll just carry on with it. Okay,
1: yeah, okay. Then uh, contender for goal of the season, but not for me. Listen, he scored the goal, um, I thought he, we were robbed a little bit earlier when he was given a foul against him, but uh, yeah, he took his goal well, he looks as though he's playing better in that position, um, I thought he worked hard and I've seen him work for a long time as well.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a great take, to be honest, I, thought, I liked how his movements, I liked how he, again, coming in from the right, a little shimmy and put it in, put it away, Um Then we go into Brown's goal on the 80th minute.
1: Well, he was playing as a wing-back, wasn't he? Um, His touch isn't brilliant. I mean, he isn't a wing-back, but he bombed up and down the pitch, as you would expect. I thought he was immense, actually. Uh, You can never fault his work rate. It's always really good. And I thought he took his goal well. So, yeah, he's getting um, a happy, happy, um, well played from me.
0: Well, it was, a, it was a great cross too. He wanted to be honest. It was something we haven't seen for a while, a beautiful ball into the box. And he just, I think, did he get his stomach and go in? Well, yes, but you have to get your stomach there, don't you? Well, he needs to lose a bit of weight if he's sitting in there. <laughs> right, and then on the 83rd minute, two quick five goals. And Gale, a lot of luck in this goal. But I think it was the only way he was going to score, wasn't he? Yeah, and
1: um, he's a very humble guy. I thought he had one of his best games for Stoke. I thought he worked really, work, really well. His intelligence is, is, is something that surprised me. He's a very intelligent footballer as well. And I thought it was lovely. You could see how much he was liked by the team. I, I, when it we trickled over the line, everybody ran to him, started pointing to him. So I'm more pleased for him. Yeah, I am as well.
0: Have I think it was I think it was a good game. Um, to be honest, it was a, there was bits of luck, but I thought we, we created our own luck in that game. You don't score four goals in a game. You know, without working hard, should I say. We'll talk about Laurent later, about hard work. But we're going to player ratings. Now, this is going to be a positive one-hand, isn't it? we are to... not talking about
1: Laurent's goal, then?
0: Well, you are. Right, so we'll go in with Bonham. I thought uh, we did a rad. I'm
1: slightly distracted, I'm sorry, because Man United have just equalised. For those of you listening on the podcast, I won't,
0: after the match or before the match finishes, I won't say anything else. Uh, uh, I can only apologise, fans. This it, just apologise for this ma, ma,
1: pseudo Man United the, fan. The are professionals. That is a fan that isn't today wants to
0: we, we, we are professionals, honestly. Uh, anyway, Ange, a bottom. Back to the proper football club. Well, you talk about goalkeeping. Um, Aaron
1: Ramsdale just did a jack bottom, but never mind. Uh, going back to the game, I didn't think he had much to do. And what he had to do was he was remarkably competent. He came out, he commanded his box, and he made one very good save from a, a shot that he managed to batter out. So for me, Jack Bonham is getting a seven.
0: Uh, yeah, he gets, he gets a six. No, get, I'll, give, I'll give him an eight, actually. I thought everything he had deal with, he dealt with. I think he was under a bit of pressure when... Uh, was it the end of the first half when... He broke through, left footed shot and to be fair it was straight at but he still had to react. I thought he did alright for all the stuff that's been you know, thrown at him because of you Ange and many other Stoke fans. <laughs> he's, um, I, I thought he, he, he didn't command and we, we know he's not good enough but I thought that was a good display to be fair so I'll give him an 8. Okay. Right, so now we move into Wilmot in his actual position of right centre back, and I was really impressed, Ange. What about you?
1: I thought he was our best defender. I thought he, he played well. Um, I thought he was far better than he was when he was playing as a, a wing back, which, as you've said, he is not a wing back. Um, thought he worked extremely hard, and he was tidy, wasn't he, in possession? Yes, for me, he's also getting a seven.
0: I'm going to give him an 8, actually I am, Ben Wilmot. I've been saying this for a long time. You play him right centre-back, you'll see what a good player he is. But he's he's, been, he's never been playing there, and that's his position. He's been playing left centre-back, left back at some points, right back, right wing-back. But when he plays there, he's brilliant. He really is, because he's he doesn't have to worry about shimming people onto his right. He isn't having to worry about you know, having to kick the ball with his left, which, you know, I know he's a professional player and he should be able to do it, do it but it, if you're not left-footed, it's it's uncomfortable, isn't it? And I thought he was defensively strong, I think he kept the possession going right, and he, he linked up beautifully with Laurent. Now we go into Phil Jagielka. I think Matey, that one shot I talked about where Bonham had to parry the ball out, it was a shot
1: from Matey, which he parried out as a result. It was the one time he got beaten, and I think if you can say that, look, Reading weren't the best side in the world, but I thought the back three, I thought
0: the defence was really good. And I thought Jagielka did what he had to do. So um, he's getting a seven. Uh, he gets he gets uh, seven from me as well. I, I thought he was really the weak link of the back line, though. Whenever, the, the, you know, Reading got through, was through Elka's mistakes. I'm not being too harsh, because I think... Um, He he led the back line well I think he cleared everything he needed to When he did Apart from the obvious three mistakes he did make But to be fair We mopped it up whenever he did And Wilmot was really covering him well So was Fox So yeah he gets a good 7 from me I thought he did alright And now we move into Fox The one problem I have with Fox Is I don't
1: think he's great with the ball at his feet But he did everything he was asked to do Nobody beat him for pace uh, it was a good, solid performance by him. And Stoke looked better when Fox is in the team because he gives us that better balance than when he isn't. And he controlled the ball really well. Uh, so he's getting
0: a seven again. Uh, another seven for me for Fox. To be fair, we, we, I mean, I think I swear you've, I swear you've read my list. I swear you've got spies about. But I, I think am. I think Fox. This is what I've been saying a long time ago, and and everybody had, was arguing against me. Well, not everybody, but people were arguing against me saying we don't need a left centre-back, a centre-back who's right foot We can fill that role. Well, Fox is proving why you do. If you're playing free at the back, you need somebody who's adequate to be able to tackle and do natural things on their left side. And that's what Fox brings to the team. He's not a left centre-back for long-term for me. Um, well, I don't know if it's long-term. W- w- would you give him a new contract, Dan? Uh, it
1: depends if we can get anybody in. If we could, no. If not, yeah, you've got
0: to keep it. Mm-hmm. I don't know after from this season. I, I might, I would probably take him on another year, even as a backup left centre back. If we, even if we do get one in, but I, I thought he plays well. He, fair enough, he isn't a possessional player, but he is naturally a left back. Anyway, that's where he's played most of his career, and I think he's covering left centre back well. I thought he did really well, to be fair. And now we move into the the well, for me, a great attacking threat today, and that was Josh Tymon.
1: It's funny, isn't it? I didn't think he was brilliant. I thought he was adequate. He made one assist. Uh, but I wouldn't have gone quite as overboard as you have about him, to be honest. I, I thought uh, he was more like his old self. He was a bit better than the had been. Um I'm still only giving him a seven.
0: See, so I'm going to give him an eight-eye on time, and I thought his assist was amazing. Well,
1: I suppose, I suppose you're good for his assist,
0: but I'm giving him a seven. But um, I, I felt he he kept, he kept didn't lose possession for the first time in a while, and he was he was getting involved. And when time gets involved, I, I do give him, like a lot of people punish me for, I do give him higher marks, because, you know, a lot of the time, he, he is walking around with his mouth open, and we're all going, really, Yeah, but what a great
1: boy. The third goal.
0: But the ball was brilliant. It was a beautiful left-footed ball, and I, mean, I think to myself, "Where? Why is this comes come every now and again? Why can't he bring this every week?" That's the thing that Alex neil has got to look at with him is why. That's the first good ball he's put in for about three, four months. I'd probably say he's got to start bringing consistency to his game because how old is he now? 22, 23. He's got to start bringing this week in, week out. If he wants to be a Premier League player, he's got to do things like that every couple of games. Yeah. Not yeah. every two, three months. But yeah. But I was impressed with him. I thought he was good yesterday, which is a, you know, not everybody knows. I'm not his biggest fan, but I'm not his worst enemy either. So I'm one of them. Right, Will Smallbone. Thought he had a, an okay game. In fact, his, his goal was very good. He passed the
1: ball into the net, as we said. But apart from that, I didn't. I didn't actually. If I had to pick a worst player yesterday, I think I'd probably pick him. But because he scored, I can't make him the worst player. I just, I just don't know whether whatever, what else he does that makes him seemingly undroppable. I mean, he played. He played the role that he hadn't played for a bit, which was breaking up play. wasn't it? He was moving forward, breaking up the play. So I'm going to give him a seven.
0: To be honest, I'll go a six. I wasn't, I wasn't truly impressed by him yesterday. He took his, like as we said earlier on in the season, he took his chance well, and I won't knock him for that. But I don't know what he brings really. I think.
1: Well, yesterday he passed the ball forward a bit, Ian. Whereas in the past, it's
0: always been backwards. Yeah, yeah. Which is why he's getting a six, which is a good mark for him because he's normally getting fours yeah, and threes. Okay. So, you know, I think it's a. Uh, I think it's a steady improvement I mean if, if he can because at the end of the day his contract's up at the end of the season so are we looking at this as the reason why we're playing him all the time is are we getting him ready for next year if we get him on a permanent basis free transfer we don't know at this point I mean we, we've had a few loans in the past where we've done that and decided against would you take him? No No see I would no. as a squad player I, I would take him and clearly on, Alex Neal likes
1: him but, yeah, but I mean, how many squad players are we going to have? Again, we're going to have a load of players that we don't actually fancy that much. I don't want us I'd rather have less in the squad and, and more decent
0: players. Well, I know that, but next season we're going to have a very, very, very Fred Bear squad, because most of the players' contracts are up. You, yeah. you know, as a squad, we probably need a, a couple. Let's let's be honest.
1: Yeah. Well, I would
0: rather not have him as one of the squad. Oh, Ange, you've, you've, Put your colors to the mass there now right look, look. And
1: i'm surprised you've become a bit of a
0: turncoat I haven't, I haven't become a turncoat i don't rate him i will be honest but because of his age i think he's only 20 21 and if we get him on a free transfer i think there is glimpses there he's got to find his feet and there's obviously talent there. we've seen it i think it's just all over the place and i think once he gets his legs he might become a good player and I think if we can get him for nothing and on an all right contract and yeah, we can I go with
1: that, but we won't get him for nothing, you know
0: that. Well we can, if his his contract's up at Southampton, they've got no interest in taking him on any favours. Well, he would so. be a
1: godsend for them in the championship.
0: Well, I don't know with King Jones there, you never know. They've have turned in the corner. <laughs> right, now Louis speaking I thought he played better
1: than he's played for a long, long time at Stoke, and I I think it's because he was he was given licence to play his, his own way. Some of his passes weren't very good, uh, but his set pieces were, were, I thought, better than all the set pieces that Soap put out last week. I mean, he didn't take them all last week, but his set pieces were OK. He passed forward as well. He was doing some forward passes. He got in a couple of really good tackles. He's getting a seven as well.
0: Baker's getting an eight from me. Now, I know there's people dropping the teas and coffees when I'm saying that. I thought he was really good yesterday the best game for a
1: while for,
0: for a long time I mean long time this is the best game he's played I thought he controlled the game I think he did his leadership roles well and I thought he was breaking in in between the forwards and the, the midfield I think he was breaking round he was causing them a bit of chaos and it's yeah. it's what we saw last season from Baker where he was destroying them in the higher ends so we, we aren't constantly having to go back as an entire squad to defend it which is, which was great to see, but he, he's got to carry this on, hasn't he? He gets an eight because he was brilliant yesterday. To be fair, but he's got to carry this on. Right.
1: Yep.
0: Now we move in. For me, this was difficult for man of the match, and it was it was going to be close, but he's just missed out, and that was Laurent as as a right midfielder.
1: Now, I thought that was his best performance in the Stokes shirt. The only thing it reminded me of was, do you remember the lesser-spotted Klukas, right? He always used to turn up against teams that he'd played for before, Swansea and Hull. He always had decent games. And Laurent played really well yesterday, and I just hope, oh, because we've had him from Reading, to be fair, I saw him having a laugh and a joke with the Reading players before he got changed, and I thought, I hope this doesn't come back to bite yet. But in actual fact, it came back to bite them. I thought he was outstanding. I thought he played really, really well in his position in in, in the middle of the pitch. Um, I thought he bossed the midfield, really. Um, but he's getting an eight.
0: Um, he's getting a nine for me. Oh, my word. I thought he was brilliant yesterday. I think he just...
1: did, thought he was very good. I don't think anybody's brilliant.
0: No, I, I do, I think... I think well, well, come on, Ange, we, we're, we're talking to the standards we've seen this season, so that from yeah, yesterday's okay. point well, of view... 11. Yeah, I thought he was really good with, really good, to be honest, and I liked him more on that right-hand side, more attacking, I loved how he was yeah. running up and down yeah. they couldn't deal with him he's, he, I've, I've always said, just release him and let him be a box-to-box and use that power he's got, but he, he was creating chances, he was breaking up and down they couldn't handle him, whenever the because he's not he's a quite imposing bloke he's not you know he's yes, not far... he five yeah is he he was, he's, he, but he's powerful he's really powerful yeah. and it come across yesterday and it was nice to see John get his name right and um, but Viper hates him and he, he hasn't sort of mentioned for a while Viper Viper said he'll end up at Vale I think he's got I think he of got a clue has he Ange I thought he was brilliant if yeah. he carries, carries on like that he's going to be up there. Right. So now we move into Jacob Brown. <laughs>
1: um, I thought Jacob Brown worked really, really hard. I thought he was brilliant. He took his goal well. He ran up and down the pitch. it was only once when he came up to attack and then couldn't get back enough. I'm going to give him an eight too.
0: An eight. I'll go in with a, a good eight as well. I thought he was strong. He was physical. He didn't give up on anything and. I, I still think it's the funniest take of a goal I've ever seen, where it, you know it hits your belly and goes in the back of the net. Yes, but you've got to have your belly in the right place, and it's
1: just a pity he's not technically gifted, isn't it?
0: But if he was, he probably wouldn't do the amount of work he does. No, he's 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 a grafter that, and it pays off, doesn't he? He's one of them yeah. go lucky players that'd be in a film years like Vardy or something, where he he, he hasn't had much luck, he hasn't got that technical ability, he has to graft. And it's great to see, because for me, if we can keep him fit and we can get a system that works and put him around it, I think he will score more goals. He, yeah. he hasn't had a great season, really, has he? Um, this well, this one, compared to last really. year. But
1: then he hasn't been playing as a forward and he's been injured, so he could come brilliantly good in the
0: second half of the season. Well, he's, he's done alright recently, has So I think he's scored two and three now, so we'll have to take that now. So yeah, I'm going to go on for a solid eight. Right, now Campbell, is he your man of the match?
1: No. Nope. Really? I thought he took his goal well. Um, I thought he worked very hard, as I said. Probably harder than I've seen him work all season. Um, he made the first goal partly with his pass to Smallbone. Uh, I'm going to give him an eight.
0: Uh, I'm going to go seven. Um no, no, I'll go eight. So you're right. Yeah, I'll go eight. I almost forgot what I was talking about that. I thought it was Lucas. Right, so I'll go in. I thought his goal was really well taken. I think when he plays in them deeper roles and moves inwards, he makes impacts on the games. I think when you put him in as a striker like Gale played yesterday, he gets lost, don't he? And he can't play his natural game. But the way yeah, that's you come right, yeah. And it was great how he came in on his left foot. With players all round him, it wasn't like he had yards of space. It was quite tight. And to get that shot off, I think it shot the goalkeeper. Because the goalkeeper was in a real weird position when the ball passed him. Yeah, it was
1: him. an odd place to be, be at that time, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: and I think it's just... He, I think he's clever. it he was a clever finish because he, he knew he's, the goalkeeper's eyesight was guarded. So... He just he just hit it and the goal. Whoa, where's that come from? And he couldn't get down quick enough because he looked like he looked like a crab that went back backwards. And he just he went all over the place. And I thought yeah. he I thought he was unlucky in the first half as well, where the goalkeeper had saved his shot. I, I don't know what he was. He couldn't get it off quick enough, could he? He was trying to hit it first time, but it sort of went underneath and the ball did, which made it made it look like it was an easy save. But I thought he did well. And and if yeah,
1: and he was running at people with the ball. that
0: was nice to see that part of his game again yeah it's nice to see him running and nice to see him playing in a position that suits him I think Alex Neil to be fair to him which we'll cover later when we talk about him he's done well here with this this selection I think everything he did was quite well because I haven't seen this formation for a while to be honest but I know he plays it a lot at Sunderland so I think we'll talk about it later anyway but for me
1: I was surprised Ian I was surprised that he took Campbell off and left Gale on because Gale looked
0: absolutely out on his feet yeah but Gale Gale, which we're going to talk about next man of the match for me brilliant Gale was yesterday he is my
1: man of the match Um, I thought he worked his socks off as they say I thought he was outstanding from start to finish as I said he pressed for a minute go. He deserved all the luck in the world with that goal. And I think he'll get loads more. And You know the funniest thing of all with that goal was how slow it rolled over the line. And we were all just desperate for it to go in. But the thing that's got me about him is what an intelligent footballer he is and how he passes the ball. And He may not have the pace he had, but I was well sure for him. Nine, nine,
0: nine, nine, nine. Um, yeah, he gets a nine from me. Well, 9.1 because Laurent got a nine as well. I thought he was really good, Gail. I thought he controlled the game well. He, he, he did every, every aspect of a forward in that role. He did it. He got his head to things. He controlled the play. He slowed things down when he needed to to let the to let Brown and Campbell overtake him. He was. I mean, there was a chest in the second half when he chested it down to Baker, who was running in them channels. We're not channels running through the middle behind him. It, it, he really played well, and his his goal. I honestly thought that was going to be saved. I thought, oh no, that's going too slow. He's going to get someone's going to get to that. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, and he didn't. And how
1: nice that all the crowd started shouting, "Gale!"
0: Yeah, well, it's, so it's, it's, it's well, it's been coming, Ante, and it, you know he's had. I think it's, is it a record six offside goals given against him this year? Yeah,
1: which five were onside?
0: Yeah okay, I'm yeah 0-4-5, no, But the, the for me to see him get, get that goal, I'm just hoping now this formation, this this performance from Gale, will kick him on, and you know because we saw how good he was. He was even good in the air and how tall is he? What is he? five 11, five five. So when near five eleven, I when
1: mean, I he, when I stood
0: next
1: to him, I, I would
0: say that um, he'd be lucky to be five ten. That's what that I mean. So. So, so to get some of those aerial balls that were coming to him, and also keep them under control. You can tell he's an all rounder, really, isn't he? But yeah. we we need him to do what he what he does, which is finish. He got two assists, he scored a goal, which had a lot of luck. But it was I'm taking it. I'm taking it. It was a brilliant display. So we'll go into the substitutes and Thompson for Smallbone. I
1: thought. Uh... He didn't
0: have much to do, he didn't do much,
1: so you normally give
0: subs five, don't you? Yeah, yeah. A six. And, you can't give a six? Not unless you got two uh, assists and a goal.
1: I can, because you've invited me onto this podcast, and as a guest
0: on your podcast, shouldn't be so rude, I'm giving him a six. Yeah, that's, I'll just write that down as a five. Right, a five <laughs> for, for Thompson. Um, I can't, there wasn't a lot to say, really, um, Looking back on it, I thought he made a couple of good touches, but again, Andrew, this is the third manager—well, second well second manager now that's not really playing him week in, week out anymore. He's had a run and we lost all the games pretty much that we played when he was there, and now he's been dropped again. What's the future for Thompson, do you reckon?
1: I think Thompson is
0: a player that will stay at Spoke and do well. But, you know, he doesn't seem to stay in that squad long. With the manager who signed him, and now Alex Neil.
1: Well, I I just genuinely think he will um, he will stay in the squad. I think he's a very very useful addition to our football team. Um, I I wouldn't get rid of him. But you never know what's going to happen in the summer, do you? I think he's one of the ones that's still contracted, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he, I don't think he'll be going. No. Right, and then nice to see him back. Um, Sterling came on. Fit Campbell.
1: Yeah, and he didn't do anything wrong, did he? He, he showed he got he's strong. He's got good movements. I just I would term him as a solid player, and I would love us to keep him. I would love him to come here on a season-long loan if we couldn't afford him, because I don't think we'll be able to afford him. Um, and you know, you said you'd give subs five if they come on. I'm giving him a seven.
0: Right, I'll just write down five for Sterling. <laughs> um, right, so five for Sterling. Um, I, I don't think it's a million miles away from a possibility of getting him permanently and it's not next season when we've got a bit of money. I reckon we could get him between two and three million. Um, okay. He's de- he's desperate to get his career going. He's had three loan spells away. This has probably been the most unsuccessful so far for him. I mean, he was an absolute icon at Wigan when he went there on loan. Um, I agree. I, f- I feel that for me, he if we are going to play wing-backs he's going to have to play the right side. Um, I, 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 feel that, I feel that he's had a lot of injuries, but we're going to have to sort of talk about that later, about the injuries, because it's, it's strange how everybody's dropping like flies. But the great sub for me, which is what we've all been waiting for, really, Tez got on the pitch this time. Well, I thought he looked sharp. Um, I think he's deserved his chance. He didn't have
1: a great deal of time, did he? Um, and you're
0: going with fives for subs aren't you so if i say i give him a five now you'll probably blow a gasket six all right five again yeah i think it's good to see the lad on i just want to see him make these little cameos just to make sure that he knows he's part of this team because i think that a lot of questions have been asked of neil of where have the kids gone all of a sudden And um, he's sold one connor's gone missing i mean connor taylor There's one we're going to talk about a bit later, which is a bit of a teaser if you want to carry on listening in case I'm just bored you. But it's nice to see Tezgell play because I think he's one of them players that I don't really want to see go out on loan. I'd rather see him break in with us because we know he can score goals. We've seen him do it. He's done it at every youth level going and he's a part of the England team and there's a lot of interest in him. But I've got a good feeling we're going to get serious for money for him once he gets up and running to be at that stage then Ian where we don't sell him where we, we start bringing players in to compliment our players Well we can only dream Ange Yeah well let's dream now I mean we're on a roll aren't we Well that's
1: it, promotion's back on everybody come on, <laughs>
0: play in. Right, substitutes that weren't used, one that I just really want to see the back of, I thought it was going Derby, didn't happen, that's Flint and right, Phillips back on the bench Taylor, fielding and there we go, that was them, back in. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's
1: going to be an
0: interesting week, isn't it? Well, it I is definitely going to be an interview. interesting week, and we're going to discuss next week, um, ne- well, after the referee. We're going to talk about referee. Now, normally this referee hates us, doesn't he, Andy? He always goes against us. He didn't think
1: he particularly liked us yesterday. He made some horrific decisions.
0: It's every week, Ange. Every t- I'm going to have to stop this referee rating because every week they're all crap going to you. Well,
1: they are. If we don't win, they even
0: more chance
1: of being marked down. Uh, as
0: it goes, as it goes with him, I'm giving him a six. Not a five. No, I'm giving him a six because he wasn't a substitute. <laughs> I'm going to go in with a solid four. it uh, made a lot of mistakes. I still think he was a little bit biased but not too much this time normally he's horrendously biased but this time he wasn't so he, he let the game near enough flow there was a lot of whistles that was going why are you blowing up now he fell over but you know as a Stoke fan every time anybody on the opposition side falls over it's a fall over that's never a foul ref but there we go right so now we're moving to the serious one Alex Neal's rating have you changed your mind on him Ange? Uh,
1: in what way?
0: Well, you come across like you were a bit negative towards your manager. What do you think now?
1: Um, I don't think he can change your mind inside one match. And you um, would have to be mad to think that he's improved this team. Now, I'm not saying that's his fault, but every other club, as I've said, gets a manager out We don't. We get the ones that are flat tyres. For, for yesterday, I thought he got the team really well organised I thought they thoroughly deserved their win. It doesn't matter that Reading were probably one of the poorest sides I've seen at Stoke for a long, long time. Um, that doesn't matter. We still had to beat them, and beat them we did. So Mr. Neil is getting a seven from me. Oh,
0: that's a bit low, Ange. He's getting an eight from me. I liked his his changes. I think he listened to me, obviously, and put Will and
1: that's not. He just said he couldn't understand why he took... didn't. Take uh,
0: Gale off instead of Campbell. No, that was you. I didn't say that. Oh, was it me
1: that said that? I thought we were going do it. Are you all right today, Andrew? Uh, I'm probably right. right.
0: I'm trying to cash you out then. <laughs> right, so yeah, um, I thought he, he, he got it right yesterday. I mean, we, we we didn't control the game, we didn't, but whenever we attacked, we looked like we had intent. And I like the way that he's brought his, his, his tried-and-tested... System and tried that and thought right let's give it a go put my attacking players in Gale in the middle and we'll go for it and wait we score four goals I know there was a lot a lot of fortune in two of them but we still can we still took the chances which let's be honest over the last year and a half we haven't looked like against anybody even when we played I don't know Accrington Stanley we looked like we were we were, we were struggling to score goals so to hit four and one game I'm hoping that this is going to be a, a change now. And especially with players maybe coming in from what we're hearing, it's only positive now. I've, got, I've said I'd give him his chance, I'll give him this window and I'll give him another season if needed be. But I haven't been impressed with what I've seen so far. But it's a good start, isn't it? It's, some, it's something to grab on to. Yeah, 22 games and it's something to grab onto. Well, and it's better than no games and nothing to hang on to, isn't it? Yes, that's true.
1: There's
0: always a, there's always a positive. That's a think positive. Is. Especially with
1: you, Ian.
0: Exactly. I don't know what you're trying to say there, but yes, OK. Um, right, so we move into the transfer window and things have gone a bit astray. I mean, I thought we'd struggle fill a squad with the way players have been leaving this this week, this last week. Well, basic has gone, Fossu's gone to Rotherham, um Kilkenny is he go is he gone now or is it on the verge of going? I
1: think he I think he will be going.
0: And and it's not a mysterious that Harry Souter wasn't in the squad.
1: No, I don't think I mean that's not mysterious at all. Harry Suter has got a knock. Um I I just think that Harry Souter will go. But to say he's not playing because they are saving him isn't true, he does he has got a knock. And um, I don't
0: think they'll play him next week either. But I do think that uh, Shooter will go. Oh, he's going now. After not being in the squad today, I know he's going now. Um, I know they'll say he's got a knock. I don't think so. I think they just don't want the deal fall through. Where do we think he's going? Do you reckon it's Leicester with Iverson? Is it, I'm hearing £10 million. Now, If he goes to £10 million, I want the CEO walk out the door after him.
1: He won't go for 10 million. He'll, he'll, I think he'll be nearer. It'll be 15 with add-ons to about 18. I don't think we'll get Everson because they rate Everson as 8 million. We can't afford with FFP, we can't afford to um, to just have another bit of a hole gaping. So I think we'll go for somebody else's keeper. But if we get 15 million for Harry Souter, uh, then your FFP worries are over but you're not going to be able to buy anybody now um, in the last week of the window with that money. Anybody that's really good. Because people that are really good, you've decided on earlier in the season. When I say really good, I mean long-term purchases. So I think all that Stoke will do is they'll go with loans in this window. And there's nothing wrong with that if they're good loans.
0: Well, there's There's a lot wrong with it. You know, we've seen two players go for big money in the last three, three what was it, three, four years? And we've seen nothing come in. All three transfers and loans. I mean, I've said that I'm judging him after next summer, which I am. Um, but if I, I'm really, I would be. I'll be honest. I'll be really angry if we let him go for any less than twenty million. That, that's just yeah. that, that. I'll be really disappointed if he goes for fifteen million pounds. I want the CEO to walk as well. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because
0: if that is ridiculous. In the modern era, we're selling players for. To honest? Are we stuck in the nineties? Uh, is 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 everybody else in two thousand and twenty three, but Stoke in nineties? Is it ninety three in in Stoke? Because it's like whenever we do business, it's like oh, we spent twenty million. That's nothing. And then whenever we sell a player, oh, we did well. We got fifteen million pound for a very highly rated young defender. We sold two. And how much did we get for Collins? Was it twelve? I think. £12 with add-ons, so I think around 14 15 for him as well with the add-ons and everything we got from the sale from Burnley to Wolves. So £30 million for two players that are going to shine in the Premier League, that's not good enough. Especially when Ben White moved for £50 million from Brighton to Arsenal, he couldn't even hardly get in the Brighton team. No, that's
1: true, that's true.
0: So for me, if he goes for anything less than 25 30 million, I think it's, I'd rather keep him. He's got two years left yeah, on his contract. I, I
1: going to keep him too. but you've got
0: to have some money to build your team with in the future. Well, we, we, fair enough, if we kept all said right now, we're keeping all of Yari until the right money comes in. We can't let you go for anything less than 20 million because we know how good you are. The world knows how good you are. Give, if they give us 20, 23 million, we're glad to let you go. But until that yeah. happens, you not. Know. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. For me, it seems like we're selling players, just selling his best players. Like Beesic's gone. I'm, I'm, I'm so angry about how much we've let him go for, because he will become a good goalkeeper. And yes, so, I think he
1: will become a good
0: goalkeeper, but if he didn't want to stay and he was going to be out of contract, then, um, then you just have to go with it. Well, I, I know that, but it's the pitiful. I mean, it's, it, oh, anyway, we're just going to go down the same avenue. But any players that we've been linked to coming in, Ange, because every, I think we've been turned down by Galhad, is it, who wants to go to Wigan over us, um, the lead striker, very highly rated young lead striker. But for me, we've had his fingers with, like with that before, haven't we, with the lap? Because Galhad hasn't played, a, well, really any football, just a very highly rated young young striker. I'd rather us bring some, some experience in this time, Ange.
1: Yeah, um, I I think he'll just try and limp over the line until um, until the summer, and then he will um, then he will actually go to improve the whole situation at the club.
0: Well, we've got to hope, haven't we? But yeah. Ga- Gallard, that's a bit of a disappointment. They went to him choosing Wigan over us.
1: If it's true, yes, but we 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 have no idea, do we? We don't have any idea really.
0: Well, he's coming along. Foss, who's gone? Are you happy about that? Well, he, he, he sort of wasn't setting
1: the world on fire anymore. Mm. I thought he was better than some of the others, but, yeah, he's gone. We didn't... Yeah, the thing is, we didn't look like we missed any of them yesterday, and I think that's what you've got
0: to... you've got to look at. Well, do you reckon we've improved with these players, Gary? Do you reckon it, do, there might have been a couple of big egos that that were getting, you know, sort of getting in the way of the manager? And he's chosen some different players, and it's worked.
1: Uh, Possibly, I mean, he did say yesterday that uh, when the group is smaller, then people are more of a group, and they think that they've got to pull together, and that might have might have been um, the reason. But look, we we won, and now we go on to Stevenage, don't we?
0: Well, we do. But before we do, there's a talk of a couple of goalkeepers coming to the club. Now, which would you? Well, one of them is Kaia Dalonglou from Besiktas. I think he's second choice at Besiktas. That's not
1: going
0: to happen here. I I didn't think that at the time, to be honest. And, um, David Bentley? Yeah. Um, God. Yeah.
1: Well, I suppose he's a, supposedly a safe pair of hands, isn't he? But I'm not, not overly excited by that. We've had a history of really good keepers over the years and I, I I just think that um we haven't now. Um and we want we all want somebody that's a really good keeper in, you know? Iverson. Yeah,
0: but eight million we ain't gonna get him for eight million. We ain't gonna get him. They're not gonna get eight million for, for Leicester i not gonna get eight million for Iverson. They can, they could talk that as much as they want, they'll never get an offer of eight million for him. Simple no, as that. probably not. They, they know that themselves. That's just stupid talk, try, try and start as high. Because what Leicester are like, they always try to get over what players are worth. But they'll never get £8 million for it. What for a player who's had two loan spells at Preston and in Denmark? Oh, what a player he is. I agree he's a decent goalkeeper, but no one's going to pay £8 million for a player that really is not is untried, truly.
1: Well, but we need a centre-half,
0: Ian. Well, if suitor goes, we're going to have to. Um, I haven't heard any. We need a centre
1: half anyway. Why? Well, he clearly isn't that keen on Taylor, um, and is not going to last that much longer. Do we want him to last that much longer? No. Um, I just think we need an extra centre half.
0: Well, I mean, we need
1: a goalie. We need a central midfielder. Uh, I actually think we need another forward. He'll probably want two wingers. So and we're not gonna get
0: them all now. Well we're not gonna get all them now, but I think the emergency situation is goalkeeper. Permanent preferably. Um David Bentley, no no interest in him whatsoever. I don't think he's recovered from an injury, from what I'm hearing. And I think Bristol City have no interest in keeping hold of him, so if he's not good enough for Bristol City, I don't want him either. Um that Kaya was never going to happen. From Mishik Tass. He isn't going to come Stoke for half a season and go back to Turkey. That's never going to happen. Not unless there was a permanent deal on the table, and I haven't heard good things about him either. So apparently, he's a bit of a he has got a mistake in him. So I don't really want another one like that. Um, defender, we're going to have to probably bring two in hands because Flint looks like he's going Derby from what I'm hearing. But it was weird seeing him in the squad because I I had I think it was Thursday. It was nearly done. He's, he's yeah. nearly signed for Derby and then all of a sudden he's in our squad on Saturday so that looks like that might have fallen through
1: Or maybe they asked him to wait until after this weekend because he did say he'd got two definitely coming in we, we, If we get us a little, anybody in up front I think it will be alone, and I think it'll be a, a winger
0: I really do But uh, only time will tell like well, it will be, and we'll obviously talk in later podcasts about what we think he's got to do in the summer, but that's the latest news. Not a lot's really happening, a lot more outs than ends. Um, Harry Clark going to Ipswich just before we finish that. Harry Clark, permanent deal to Ipswich. Yeah, that's a shame. I mean, he's gone for a
1: song, really. I quite liked Harry Clark, but he's gone to his boyhood club, which is where he lived. He lived in Colchester. He supported
0: Ipswich. Stream move for him, and I wish him well. I think he's too good for that division. I didn't majorly rate him Ange, but I, th- I think it's a good move for him. He he was he never had any future at Arsenal. We know that, and I think Stoke thought well. Let Ipswich are in, it does because it's not he's not a Neil signing is he? So good luck to him. I hope he does well. I hope it works out for him there, and he gets his career properly up and running because he's been all over the place, hasn't he? Yeah. Right, so yes, now we move into prediction time. So we've got Stevenage in the cup this weekend, aren't we? Or oh, is it this week? When, when is it? Sunday. Sunday. Right, Sunday. right. So we've got that. We on telly? Uh, we're on overseas tally, so of course we won't be doing
1: the podcast I take it on Sunday. No, but we'll, we'll do, it do
0: it after the match. Uh, we we might do it live while the match is on. No, we, yeah. Well, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So 24th, we we got... won't be doing it live while the match is on.
1: There'll be so many goals popping in, yeah. in the net.
0: It's, it's it's well. Here we go. We're gonna go into predictions. So you think we're gonna pepper the goals, or you, you might be thinking negative. our goal's gonna be peppered. But what do you think, Stevenage? I cup, think Stoke will
1: win
0: three one. Three
1: one. I'm
0: going five 0 My God. I'm gonna go. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I think it's the coffee that hit me head. Then I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm four uh, two. I'm gonna go four okay. two. I don't. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But. True? It's for Stoke, yeah. Stevenage, who are they? Come on, I don't even know where Stevenage is. I thought it was near us, to be honest. But it isn't. It's near London, London, isn't it? Um, Right, so what do you think a squad will be for this game? I think it'll be pretty much what it is now. No changes? Well,
1: I mean, we don't know the players are coming in. If they're coming in and they're not cup-tied, of course um, they'll have a a chance of playing. So we can't really say, because if they're cup-tied from another club um then they can't play but uh, if not then then i think they'll play but i think he'll stick with pretty much the same team unless of course it's a new goalkeeper and i think he'll put him in straight
0: away right so so there's definitely two coming in next week that's what we're going to tell the fans that's what
1: he said
0: right, that's, that's what, what he said, said. That, that's what he said let's hope it's not a lie again right yeah, so we're going right. through to the next round of the cup how are the women doing are they back in action this week
1: um, uh sadly the women were back in action. They played at Derby today and um they lost five one. No, listen, I was there, I, I saw the game and I can I have said it once before this season, it wasn't a five one match. Four of their goals came from crosses, two were miss hit crosses. This is how luck the luck from the first team's clearly gone on to the second team. Two were miss miss it. And um they just flew over the keeper's head. Uh, we had a couple of chances that we didn't score, but the girls look a bit flat at the moment, and uh, that's a bit of a worry. So they lost what really was a, a very important match for them, and I felt lucky for them uh, because, you know, Derby, a club we always want to beat in any league, whatever league it is, um, and uh, just very, very disappointing that, that they lost. It was. They didn't deserve to lose five, but when you lose, it do not matter whether you deserve to lose or not. You know, it was 5-1. Uh, it looked like it was a great victory. Uh, one of their players got a hat-trick. Well, you can afford to have to and miss it crosses. Um, yeah, it was a shame. It was Sims got a hat-trick. She's the top scorer for them. Uh, the difference is, of course, Ian, if you, if you look at it in the cold light of day, these other clubs pay their players, don't. don't
0: something we're trying to remedy, aren't we, on the council? Um yeah. And I think we have one soon, don't we, council meeting?
1: Um. Yes, I believe
0: it's in two weeks. Right, so it's, it, if anybody's on, who's listening and wants us to put any questions forward for the council in two weeks, Um. where can they find you, Ange, on Twitter? Well, they can find us both, can't they? Well, they can... They... Or, they can
1: or they can email... Uh, chair at SCFCSC, the, the, the Supporters' Council. Going back to the women, though, you see, that, that defeat to Derby, who have played the game more than us, that took them up to fourth and dropped Stoke down to seventh, which is um, OK. If Stoke with the game in hand, they, they're back up to fifth. But it's all about games and hands, and it's it's just a shame that, uh, that they've not done enough to, to get to where they wanted to be today. But they live and learn, they've got, next week they've got a county cup match, semi-final of the county cup against City of Stoke, so hopefully they'd, they'll win back and get themselves back on track again.
0: When's the cup match, when there's a chance of playing Arsenal?
1: Uh, no, they're not playing Arsenal, because they lost the Leeds, you forgot that one.
0: No, no, you didn't tell me that one.
1: I did, but you didn't, you, it, we weren't, um, I don't know why why that hasn't resonated with you, but they lost, yeah. And you know what's even annoyed me even more, right? Arsenal won in the last minute of the football match. I'm depressed now. I don't know whether I'm depressed more when Stoke lose. No, I do know. That's a bit depressing to win in the last minute. So it's been a horrible day in that respect, Stoke losing. and
0: there um... there's going to be one of those days, hands, where the women win comfortably and the Stoke team win comfortably. Because over the last three years of covering the... Well, four years of covering the women now, I mean, we're obviously the pride of the women's team on on podcast wise and um, I think we're the only ones who talk about the ladies aren't we really um,
1: yeah we are and, and the sad thing is uh, the, that was the only match played today in the Northern Premier division uh, yeah. and, and it was played on a plastic pitch on a nasty pitch and I can't believe how cold that was it was Baltic there it was uh, it wasn't the easiest place to to visit but look they've lost we, they move on they've got to win the County Cup match next week and that's it
0: so thanks for listening to the potter's podcast if you liked it and enjoyed it we're on social media we're on instagram we're on facebook just type in the potter's podcast except on twitter just put ian from scholar green in because stupidly i've lost the code to that but a, a new one will be coming up soon if you're on a podcast provider Make sure you put it in. We're on every single one now. And if you are on iTunes, if you could give us a five-star review, it means a hell of a lot to us here at the podcast. So come on, Stoke. Thanks for listening. ta All the best.